Hello, and welcome to Healing for Your Thoughts, the podcast that has the kind of conversations that help us all heal out loud rather than continue suffering in silence. I'm so glad you could join us today. Let's get into the show. Whenever we try to do something, especially something new, we have to consider what resources we may need. And once we get that figured out, when it's time to actually get started, we have to remember our equipment. So during a family vacation abroad, I had a bucket list opportunity to swim with dolphins. The excursion began normal enough with what I assumed to be the usual prep steps so that everything and everyone can be safe. We were outfitted with life jackets, which were required regardless of each person's swimming ability. And after that, we made our way to the pool to listen to more instructions from the dolphin trainer before we were allowed to get in the water and meet the dolphin, whose name I think was something like Kepler or Keebler something. Um, Slowly and cautiously, we entered the pool. And it's important to note here that we were all fully equipped. We acquainted ourselves with the water, each other, and the dolphin. We marveled at his sheer size and strength. The trainer gave us some fast facts about his habitat, eating, and behavioral habits, and then after a few demonstrations of his tricks, we were invited to ride his belly. We were instructed on how to quote-unquote call him to us using special signals and also what to do and what not to do so that things didn't go left. The first go-round, one by one, we took our turns calling the dolphin and riding his belly in a fast and furious thrill across the water. I think it's safe to say we were all excited and captivated by the experience because, you know, we cheered for ourselves and each other. And for me personally, it was absolutely incredible. From the very youngest to the oldest, we were swimming with this dolphin after doing a proverbial trust fall as he propelled us across the water. Humans as we are, I'm sure each of us were mixed with some measure of giddy delight and fear. And yet there we were. Not to be outdone by that experience, we were then invited to boogie board with the dolphin. I should have been asking myself, what could go wrong when you mix a human being, a dolphin, and an entertainment purpose swimming device? And yet, here I am in the water about to do something different, try something new on this bucket list of mine. So eagerly I went, we all did actually, lining up, making our way to the starting point. Mount your board, lying on your stomach, hold the sides of the board, keep your knees locked and legs straight, arch your feet downward, relax, and let Kepler the dolphin push you, said the trainer. We were only moderately prepared for the unexpected, and yet turn after turn, We each literally took flight on the board, skipping across the water by powered by a beast of an animal. His noise nose pointed sternly and forcefully into the arches of our feet. It was a little bit uncomfortable, but you know, it was, it was part of the deal. We screamed and laughed with excitement as we splashed about at speeds of which humans are typically incapable of on their own. And again, it was exhilarating. For the most part, initially, things went off without so much as the slightest hitch. 
We still had time in the water. So for those of us who were willing, we were offered another chance to take another turn. We could either ride the boogie board or Kepler's belly. Here is another point in which I should have been asking myself, what could possibly go wrong? One by one, we made our way to the front and off we went. Initially, I had decided that the one turn I initially took at each of the experiences was plenty and I didn't need to do anything more. But when handed the opportunity to go again, I decided, why not? You only live once. And at that moment, I stood in satisfaction at the thought of living out a not on my bucket list, bucket list moment. So off I went. Looking at the opportunity before me, the board was passed to me. Again, here was a moment where I could stop and ask what could possibly go wrong, but I didn't. I made my way to the center of the pool. The water was super deep. And while trying to get on the board, it started to get away from me. I struggled a bit trying to grab it and and get on it. And before I knew it, I lost control of the board, don't know where the board went and began slipping beneath the water. And all I could see under the water was this massive, massive beast of an animal fastly swimming toward me. And it was one of the scariest things of my entire life. As I sank, I panicked and I started screaming before I was completely consumed by the sea around me. I was terrified and the dolphin was still coming. In the very next moment after I sank, I quickly resurfaced to the top of the water because I was wearing that life jacket. Embarrassed, Nervous, and I was also a bit annoyed as I looked in the distance and realized that my entire family was at the other end of the pool laughing at me. Not just my son, not just my daughter, but also my husband, furiously laughing at me. I was angry and tethered to my embarrassment, and instantly, Part of me wanted to call it quits, but it was too late because the trainer was already making his way back toward where I was to help me get back on the board. Shortly after that, the dolphin returned for a second go. I finished my turn, but I didn't enjoy it this time because I was now very aware of my fear at being in the water with this animal who was at least three or four times my size and hundreds of pounds heavier than I am. My fear was exposed and on full display for everybody to see, and I didn't like it. It was lingering at the surface of my current existence in the pool, and I was so horribly embarrassed, no longer relaxed, and I just wanted to get out of the water and move past the moment. After I made my way back to the resting side of the pool, I went from embarrassment to annoyance and back to embarrassment as my husband tried to remind me through humor, well, he thought it was funny, that I didn't need to panic because I was wearing a life jacket. So the only real danger I was ever in, according to him, was the very embarrassment I was now feeling. Hearing this, as my pastor would say, the spirit of cuss had risen to the edge of my lips, but I kept my composure, never uttering a profane word, though I really wanted to. But there were lots of children present, so I did it. 
Though I was beyond pissed, I really only had myself to blame. Again, because there were multiple opportunities for me to ask myself what could go wrong and then stop before something did it did. In the midst of this experience, though, what I now realize is that I'd forgotten a few very important life lessons. Before I began this endeavor, I received some protective equipment as well as an extensive set of verbal instructions from a credible other. And so I was covered. I was fully prepared. But in that moment when I fell off the board, I'd forgotten that I already had everything I needed to remain safe in the midst of the moment. What I now know to be true is that the very same thing applies to life in general, particularly in life with relationship with our relationship rather to God. We're given an extensive set of educational pieces of information in how to live and not only live, but to live well. His book of instructions known as the Bible is an extensive composition of information that fully equips and prepares us for every single circumstance of life we may encounter. And yet when we are in the midst and begin to feel ourselves sink, we forget and we panic. Thinking we are sure to drown, sometimes we make an irrational decision where we choose to rely on self and that causes matters to become worse. Other times we actively choose to seek the assistance of another or we passively wait for that assistance to come along. Another who from another who may be good, but they are not God and thus they can't provide us what he intended for us. Still other times in this, we do nothing and resign ourselves to just being overwhelmed and then drowning, when in all actuality, the only thing we had to do to be saved, to be safe, is to go back to that which we were first taught. God is the Alpha and Omega, an omnipotent, credible other. He supplies for our every need, and by his word in Isaiah 41, 10 through 12, we are covered. We are fully equipped with the necessary protection for anything and everything we might have to endure. So the next time you feel yourself drowning in the mist, what will you choose? Will you sink or will you swim? My suggestion is that you remember your equipment and trust. This has been Healing for Your Thoughts. Thank you for listening. Strive to live well and with intention. Until next time, All my best, Charlie.